This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Uh, some pops are coming out that we are really looking forward to. Yeah, excited is an understatement. That's true. Very true. Like, there's one that, like, if I don't get my hands on, I will literally cry. <laughs> um, and then we got uh, no new Blu-rays this uh, coming out this week, sadly. Um, but we got some really, I'd say really, really cool uh, uh, sneak peeks this week. We got a crap ton of trailers to talk about. Um, and then we got our main event of the evening, uh, which will be our breakdown of which is considered to a lot of people one of the greatest movies of all time, I'd say so. Wouldn't you say so? I'd say so. Okay. Uh, our breakdown of Pulp Fiction. So. Yeah, yeah. if you want to explain what happened uh, with Bumblebee. Oh, so w- Tuesday, right? Wasn't it Tuesday that we went out? We yeah, tried. So, yeah, we <laughs> tried. Uh, so July 5th, not July. Oh, my gosh, I'm really failing tonight. January 15th on Tuesday, uh, me and Caleb met up, and we were planning – to go see Bumblebee, but um, the Orem one was, like, completely filled. Like, all that was left was the front row, so we're like, screw that. So we checked out the Provo one, and, uh, and we're like, okay, you know, seats are, are – there's still some pretty good seats left. So we were going to, you know, see it there, but then we went to the Orem Mall and, like, kind of got sidetracked with eating and going to, like, a couple stores. So, like, by the time we looked at our phones, we're like, well, shit, it's 7.05. And uh, the movie starts in uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, there's no way we're making it to Provo. So we uh, tremendously apologize about that. Um, But we promise that we will review Bumblebee, just not like probably more so when it comes out on Blu-ray. That's probably when we're going to review it. Yeah, it's probably going to be a while because we got a lot of other plans that we're not going to be sharing anymore. Yeah, we're reliable with that shit. Yeah, we really are. So, uh, for the most part, our um, main events of a certain podcast will probably keep be kept hush hush, unless it's something we've been hyping up for months. Like, yeah, um, like next week is going to be Spider Man PS4. Yeah, and for we'll, sure, no yes. matter what. Yes, as long as you finish the game. If I have to YouTube the ending, I will do it. <laughs> No, I'll finish it. Don't worry. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say? Oh, so I totally forgot to touch upon this. There is no through the wall news this week, right? Negative. Okay. So yeah, it's kind of a dry week when it comes to that. Um, but so what do you say we jump in? Let's do it. Okay. All right, so this week uh, with Adventures in Hunting, we got quite a bit of pops coming out in the next couple months. Uh, We got our Avengers Endgame leaks. Uh, I don't know how many were leaked. How many? Um, I only saw the three. We got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven leaks. Damn, is that like the whole like series basically? I doubt it. Not with how popular this movie is going to be. True. Because um, Infinity War only ha- like they had a shit ton. That's a good point. 
That's a very good point. So these are just leaks. Yeah. So these aren't going to be coming out in the next couple weeks or anything. Yeah, I no expect them coming out. They'll probably come out like maybe middle of March. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking early April. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can't even remember when the Infinity War line dropped. They said that the, the Infinity line leaks. Yeah. They leaked around the same time. Yeah. Um, that they did last year since the dates kind of the, is matching up. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know when the Infinity War ones actually came out. I okay. do know it was before the movie. Oh, yeah. They always do. And I'm just we got like, lied to a lot. Yeah. With the Funko stuff, because I that damn Hulk busting out of the Hulkbuster one lie. Yeah, I'm Caleb, still bitter about that. Yeah, shit. I was gonna say Caleb's still bitter about that. <laughs> Unless Hulk does something really really cool in Endgame, I don't think Caleb's oh he's gonna better. get over that. He freaking better. Uh, all right, so a couple of those that we got, we got uh, Captain Marvel, which Caleb says she looks a little weird. Is that what she said? I th- the hair looks a little different than the other ones. Yeah. So maybe it's just like and um, more aged. I mean, this is like a leaked photo, so I feel like when they release the actual stock photo, it'll probably look a little different. Probably. So, uh, we also got Captain America, um, which he is not holding a shield, is he? Nope. Yeah, he's just like literally just has his arm in front of him. Yeah, like he should be holding a shield. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Um, and then my favorite of the batch is uh, we got Ronan. Uh, which he's actually uh, holding his uh, bow. He's not holding a sword. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, uh, maybe like the sword is only used like when like Black Widow finds him, in, and then like he maybe like reverts back to the bow and arrow, which I'm perfectly fine with because I prefer Clint Barton to use a bow. But I guess we'll find out. Um, and then, oh, thank you, gracias. Uh, and then we got uh, Tony Stark, which, what is he? Oh, ooh, is that the, um, ooh, what tech is it? The suit? The nanotech? Yeah, there it is. It looks like it could be. Okay, because I'm, like, seeing the A on his um left uh, peck, so I'm, just, I'm assuming that's what that is. Uh, and then we got Thanos in his full armor, which looks awesome, and he's holding his um a kind of sword. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. It okay. looks like it could be like a rod. Because he's yeah, not holding it like a sword. That's true, he's not. Uh, and then we got Iron Man. Or wait, is that Iron Man or War Machine? Because it looks like he has a gun on his shoulder. Oh, I didn't notice that. It, it could be War Machine. I'm thinking it's probably War Machine. Yeah, these these pictures are super fuzzy and have writing over them. So yeah. a lot of these are just guesses. Yeah. Uh, like and then they're we not got... super clear. <laughs> And then we got Thor uh, holding Stormbreaker, but he has a shaved head, it looks like. Yeah, it kind of does. Like, or like I a didn't buzz actually cut. think about that. I thought that maybe it was his hair slicked back, like he grew it back out. And then he just kind of like slicked it back, backward. I don't know, because in the trailer, he still has like the regular hair, so there's absolutely well, no Well, that's way. probably... Because this is... Avengers Endgame is supposed to... Ma- the majority of it's supposed to take place a couple years after Infinity War. Uh, so maybe those scenes are like immediately after. Okay, good point. Just a guess. Because they they seem pretty distraught for it being a couple years. That's, I mean, 
Wouldn't you still be distraught if, like, most of your friends vanished before your eyes? I mean, I would, but I think I wouldn't be, like, crying like Cap if after a couple of years. I think I'd just be extremely depressed. Yeah, okay, fair. Uh, and then we got Hulk wearing, I don't know what he's wearing, and this really makes Caleb mad. <laughs> Calm down. He's wearing some, like, stupid shit. <laughs> I don't even know how else to describe it. It's I hate when they put Hulk in clothes other than his shorts. The only thing he needs are his shorts. Maybe some, like, maybe a little longer, so maybe, like, really short capris, but that's it. <laughs> That's all he should ever wear. Okay, can he at least wear socks? No, he can't wear <laughs> socks. <laughs> uh, Stop uh, asking stupid questions. <laughs> uh, and then we got Black Widow holding her batons with a ponytail. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm excited to see her go back to Redhead. I am too. Uh, and then we got Ant-Man. And I'm assuming probably a Quantum Realm suit, maybe? Or do you think that's just as regular? That looks like just as regular. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wonder how they're going to differentiate that from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And then I'm assuming that's Nebula, right? Yeah, it kind of has some funky stuff going on with the uh, the eye. So I'm yeah. assuming it's So it's yeah, Nebula. that's got to be Nebula. So that's probably... I don't know if like that's the whole series, but that's the ones that we've gotten so far from Avengers Endgame. Um, and then, whoa, uh, and then we also got some Zoolander hops coming out, which I have never seen Zoolander. I watched um, the, the first one. How is it? It was all right. It was kind of like super dumb. But like in a good way? Like, was it good dumb? Eh. Uh, it was kind of a eh dumb. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so with that, we got... I don't know the name of the character, so I'm just going to say the actor's name. Is that yeah. okay? Okay, so we got Ben Stiller's character in a um, – and I don't know what well, kind of pose Ben Stiller's <laughs> character is Zoolander. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Is it, is like, I, th- I didn't think that was his – so I don't know what pose that is. It's just kind of a look at me running down the walkway pose. There you go. All right. Uh, and then I'm assuming that's Owen Wilson's character? Yep. Okay. And his Victoria's Secret Angel wings. I love it. <laughs> uh, and then we got Will Ferrell's character. M- 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 and then on his shirt it says Mugatu. Or Mugatu. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, um, know who, I don't know if that's his name or not. Okay. Um, and so his regular, the uh, common version of that is him just standing uh, in just like a simple pose. But then the chase is him holding his dog. So, yeah. Um, so do you plan on picking any of those up? Zoolander? No. Oh. Not I might, on it. I might pick up just the Zoolander pot because I love Ben Stiller and I love that pose. I don't know. I think that looks really cool. So I will probably pick him up. Yeah. There's not a ton from any of these that I'm planning on getting. Um, other, well, of course I'm getting Hulk. Of course. And I'm hoping that they don't freaking screw me again with all the ones that they released. At one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. That was a freaking nightmare. Uh, and all of them were movie co- moments, too. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just like, balls! <laughs> um, and then we also got a Dr. Seuss Funko Pop coming out of 
the man himself, which looks awesome because he is holding a copy of the cat in the hat. That's the best. I know, right? Did uh-huh. you actually know what he looked like before this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'm just a loser. I didn't know what he looked like. Well, I mean, I could have told you that. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I, I feel they did a good job. I'd say that looks close to Dr. Seuss. I wouldn't know. I haven't looked up like a real picture of him. Oh, you haven't? No. I'll have to show you after because I don't know. I want to compare him. Yeah, I'll have to compare him. But I still want the pop, definitely. The pop's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I wish I had a bigger connection with his books because I didn't read a lot of his books. Dude, you did. I was more of a Peanuts reader. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I do. I've more so read Dr. Seuss than Peanuts. Hmm. Yeah, I read a lot of Peanuts and Calvin and Hobbes growing up. Captain Underpants? No. Damn. Koi read a lot of Captain Underpants. Boy, Koi. Okay, well, so then, so you didn't read How the Grinch Stole Christmas as a kid? Not every Christmas. I do remember reading it a couple Christmases at school. What about The Cat in the Hat? Cat in the Hat? I think I was a lot older before I read that. What? Yeah. That's like one that's like literally his like go to book whenever someone wants to start reading a Doctor Seuss book. What about Horton Hears a Who? Horton Hears a Who I didn't read that until after I saw the movie. Green Eggs and Ham? Green Eggs and Ham I knew. Okay. The Lorax. I still don't think I've read the Lorax. <laughs> have you seen the The movie? Yeah. Yes I have. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which movie? The an well, okay, they're both animated. But the original animated one or the Illumination one? Oh, I wish it was the original animated <laughs> one. Yeah, because that one's actually really damn good. Uh, hey, at least they they came back. They redeemed themselves. Redeemed themselves, in my opinion, with the Grinch. So, at least there's that. Yeah. Um, and then our last pop that is coming out uh very very soon is the Amazon exclusive 10 inch of I would just say Giant Man. I don't think you really want to say Ant Man. It's really Giant Man. Yeah. Um, and I've actually already pre-ordered <laughs> this pop, and I'm like really fearful that it's gonna come in shitty condition, and because Caleb didn't want to, <laughs> and because Caleb didn't want to do a pre-order, he said if it comes in shitty condition, he'll buy it off of me. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, that'd be a pretty cool thing to do. I think I'm gonna put my. My so why don't you just pre-order it? Well, because I'm pretty confident it's going to come in a shitty box. But if you pre-order one, then we have a, you know, a one in two chance, whatever, that one comes in good condition. Yeah. And well, I just get the better one. I have a bit of a monetary issue right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, fair. Fair. Yeah, what... The things that I have in my Amazon cart and the amount of money I have in my uh, my bank account aren't matching up right now. <laughs> Dude, I feel you there. Uh, Dude, the biggest thing that sold me on this is like, oh, uh, that Amazon doesn't sh- uh, charge you until it ships. I'm like, thank you. Thank Dude, that's you. a pretty. Yeah, it doesn't. I think when does it come out? Like March something? All the way in March. <laughs> uh oh! What did I just do? 
made Brielle mad at me. <laughs> I do that on a daily basis. Let's face that. Yeah. Yeah. It, Dude, so there it comes f- out March 2nd, and I'll get it by March 5th. Nice. Yeah. Dude, there's so many pops that I've had that I've snuck in my collection, and then Brielle will notice. Like, I swear she won't. And I'm like, nah, she's not going to notice. She's not going to notice. And then she'll be like, when'd you get that one? And I'm like, Rose is a shitty friend. <laughs> Damn, way to throw me under the bus. You said I could. That's true. I did. I'm like, well, okay, this is how it went. I tried, I tried telling Rose I couldn't do it. I'm like, no, my wife will be mad. And then he's like, just do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> And then she's like, you didn't put up more of a fight? And I'm like, no, he, he's my friend. He wouldn't lead me astray like that. <laughs> but well. he totally would. I'm just kidding. Does she still hold Spider-Man against me? Yes, she does. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that one's fair, because that's, that's a pretty expensive purchase. Yep. So, yeah. I can deal with that one. But the other ones we got to talk about, <laughs> like <laughs> holding me responsible for like a nine dollar pop, like really. Well, I'm trying to think of which ones I came home with, and she's like, "When'd you get those?" Were oh, Banner turning in the Hulk. I did not talk you into that. No, but you didn't try to turn Stop me against you it either. either. Oh my gosh. And Holiday Hulk. I think all the other ones. Okay, I'll. I'll I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least. Okay, I only got two. I'll take it. All right. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a few others in yeah, there somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm like honestly trying to look right now. Oh, another one. Doctor Strange. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. When we went to Payson. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, shall we jump into this week's sneak peeks? Let's do it. All right. Okay, so with this week's sneak peeks, the first one we got is the biggest trailer of the week, um, and that is the first trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, Mm -hmm. which, like I told Caleb, I didn't think I would miss Tom Holland this much as Spider-Man, but I really did. It's so great to have him back. Oh, it's amazing. I love him so much as Spider-Man. Yeah, this was an interesting trailer. It really was. Um, I think it threw a lot of people off. At least people that aren't familiar with the character of Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know a lot about Mysterio, so like when Jake Gyllenhaal just like appeared, I'm like, okay. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I thought like he always like had to wear the fishbowl. I didn't think that he could actually take it off. So he usually doesn't. Oh. At least not in the things that I've seen him in. Yeah. Because I don't read. I haven't read a lot of Spider-Man comics with Mysterio in them. Um, I have that Marvel Unlimited app, and I kind of just kept that going after I stole that uh, first month free code from you. Yeah, you ass. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So they do have like a a, a reading list of stuff that you can read to learn up more on that character. Uh-huh. So I might read that. Uh, what I, All that I saw from Drake Gyllenhaal, even though it was like literally 
one line I loved, but it's because he's a great actor. I like that we got to see him in the fishbowl. That was awesome. And who was he fighting? Who's so, that supposed to be? I think it's Hydro Man. Oh. So Spider Man. Okay. So this need this ha- needs a little backstory. Mysterio. So I, I've been telling uh, people this, but I was wrong. Mysterio. Caleb wrong. Yeah. So I had I had to go back and listen to something to get the full story. So I'm not a hundred percent wrong. It's I was just there's a, a little wrong. bit of information that was wrong. But you're still wrong. So, Mysterio, his he's a um. A Hollywood stuntman that also specializes in loot like special effects or practical in his case, like because he can make stuff that you can record and film. Yeah, one of the best in the business, but he didn't feel that he was getting enough credit, so he thought that the best way to gain notoriety was by f- taking down a superhero. And he just happened to decide it was Spider-Man. And then that is so try to frame Spider-Man for something. Try to pull off to the public that he was the hero. Or he was a hero named Mysterio to take down Spider-Man. But then Spider-Man ended up revealing Mysterio's tricks. And he ended up growing like this hate for Spider-Man and turn into a villain so it looks okay if they like actually like dive into that backstory i'm really intrigued right so the creatures that we saw because there was that earth one uh the fire demon looking thing and then the water guy those if i'm not mistaken are called the elementals Hmm. and what are the one in the water is supposed to be called Hydro Man? My personal guess, and I'm pretty confident on this, is that Mysterio is going to start off as a hero. I think it's going to be revealed that the elementals are his creation. Okay. Because I don't think they're going to dive into who the Hydro Man is and all the other elementals because I think they're actual people. So I don't think they're going to try doing the Spider-Man 3 thing. I think they're just going to yeah, be... Yeah, please a, don't. Yeah. I don't think that they're... For Spider-Man 3. I think that they're just going to try pulling off that um, Mysterio's illusions. Or that's his. That's a special effect that he created to make people think he's a hero. And then Spider-Man and S.H.I.E.L.D. are going to expose him. And then he's going to be like, F you, Spider-Man, and go after Spidey. Ooh. That's my that's my guess on that's how this is. That's a really go. good guess. That would make a lot of sense. Right? I don't want to know how much his production budget it is then. I don't think it'd be too much not any more than a normal Spider Man film. No, 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 not the film, like Mysterio's production budget. Oh, on the hydro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, he pulls off some like crazy ass illusions and tricks and shit like he's done stuff where spider-man's gone to hit something yeah and like gone through it and he's just like oh 
like these are all fake and then one of them's re- like it's not real it's like a robot wasn't that kind of cuz it, it was completely fake didn't that like happen in like one scene of Sp- uh, the new Spider-Man game like this uh, person uh, kind of does that like in the Hall of Mirrors kind of thing like she's uh, they're effing with Spider-Man dresses Mysterio and then like he almost breaks their helmet yep okay all right yeah it's kind of like that he goes to he goes to punch it goes through the spy or like Mysterio does like snakes so there'll be like two snakes he goes to hit one of the snakes and he like flies through it and he's like oh these snakes are fake and then one of the other snakes is just like a robot one but it looks like a real snake huh and then it'll like bite him and grab him and he's just like ah shit <laughs> i'm excited to see mysterio in action this yeah, I- I loved seeing him in action, like fighting Hydro Man. Oh, he looked great. Oh, I'm really glad that uh, when it comes to like uh, the MCU Spider-Man, they're not reusing any villains. I love that they're diving like deeper into deeper into Spider-Man's lore of villains, and I really, really appreciate that. I hope eventually that they kind of backtrack into previous. I do too. I mean, I I really want to see another Green Goblin and Doc Ock. As much as I loved Willem Dafoe. And Alfred Molino as the two, which two I consider to be the best Spider-Man villains. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to see a uh, a different version of them. It'd be really cool to see them kind of backtrack and then like go in reverse of how we saw them. Uh, so yeah. like go backwards, and then we get to see Venom, uh, Tom Hardy's Venom, That'd be come really in and see like Sandman. And then go to Doc Ock, and then go to Green Goblin. Would you want to bring Electro into it? Um, I really dig the the design of Electro from the PS4 game. I do too. I thought he looked fantastic. Yeah, I liked how his his face was just like deformed to look like the mask. Yeah, and I. I think that that could work in a MCU like, movie. Seeing that and then comparing it to the Amazing Spider-Man 2, I'm sorry, it puts that version of Electro to shame. Yeah. I'm sorry, it does. And I don't think Ama- Amazing Spider-Man 2 was not James uh, Jamie Foxx's at all. I thought he did the best that he could with the material that he was given. Um, but, yeah, in Spider-Man PS4, Electro is way better. <laughs> yeah. A lot better. Um. I don't know if I want to see Electro like right off the bat. I what think I, I don't know, maybe like about, a side character. What about Rhino and Scorpion? I want to see Scorpion. Yes. And I want to see a, a decent Rhino. But I'm trying to think of how. I feel Rhino is like so hard to do. He is. Yeah. Scorpion's not that bad, but Rhino is probably, if not the hardest Spider-Man villain to put onto the screen, big screen, and make it still look believable and work. Yeah, like I don't think you could throw in um, the Rhino from the Spider-Man PS4 game at all because that uh, that dude's just huge. Yeah, that's it, it worked perfectly for that game. But yeah, I don't think it would really work for like the MCU. I don't think a giant Rhino could work, but I do think that a big guy. Yeah, maybe just like. Maybe a little bit smaller, or maybe even the same size as um, 
the Juggernaut in Deadpool 2. Okay. I don't think a giant freaking rhino would work, but yeah. I do think, like, that just a slightly grown. Yeah, that could work. I could see that. Yeah. Like, I, I could see that working. I, But the suit is, I don't know how you'd pull the suit off. Like, would you want to do a mechanical? You can't go overly realistic mechanical. No, like you, you can't. Do with, with, uh, what's his uh, face in Amazing Paul Spider-Man Giamatti. 2? Yeah. You can't do that, that suit. That looked like a full freaking rhino. Just robot. You can't do that. No. Um, I think more of a covered up for, like, a smaller tighter compact version of the ps4 rhino would work maybe more covered up suit okay yeah i could see that yeah um what i liked seeing so you remember um when we were talking about the stealth suit that we got pictures of yeah did you notice that that section of his suit that we were talking about the logo yeah the little circle thing that was kind of blurred out or covered up or whatever that wasn't on his suit i didn't actually notice that i wasn't looking i wonder if they covered that up from all the backlash no i wonder if they covered it up to like hide it that could yeah like it's a thor's eye situation i could see that no let's not talk about that why he's still better yeah, a little bit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I love seeing the stealth suit, though. It was kind of weird. Like, I didn't know what was going on with him. He just kind of moved his head, and then his eyes were there. Yeah, right? Like, what was underneath it? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool seeing Aunt May, like, know that Peter is Spider-Man. That was funny. And then uh, Happy trying to hit on her. Mm-hmm. Peter's reaction is the best. What What just happened? <laughs> I liked um d- did you see the international trailer? Yeah, with the whole yeah, banana yeah, thing. The banana uh, thing. No. That would freak me the hell out. I know, and right? I don't under like I don't get how other people didn't see him or see that in his suitcase. I know, right? Yeah. That'd be funny. It's like they're my they're my pajamas. And they're like, can you refer me to your uh, seamstress? Seamstress, because um, this is top-notch work. This is basically what Spider-Man wears. I know, dude. He could easily do that. He could just like slip it on and see. See, it doesn't even fit. <laughs> uh, That'd be pretty great. That would be hilarious. Oh, I'm excited for this movie. I am too. What um. Because I know we were talking Tuesday about, like, the whole, like, Mary Jane thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> her name's Michelle, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, Caleb's like, I wonder why she's, like, named MJ. Like, why do they call her that? Like, I swear, if her name is Michelle Jane, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I might literally walk out of the theater <laughs> and then just go see it another day when I've calmed down. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'd be so funny. That would bug like so. She seems a little bit more natural in this one, or yeah. is her acting? Zendaya's acting. Yeah, I have nothing. 
nothing against Zendaya as a person. Yeah. But she bugs the living hell out of me, and I don't know why. Which I think I'm like the complete opposite. I think she's a pretty good actress. So, I don't know. She doesn't I, bug me at all. She, she's super Disney Channel for me. That's at least well, her acting. See, as a person, thing, like, she's super like, cool. Um, yeah. like every interview I've seen, I'm just like, damn, she's just like super di- like a down to earth person. Why do I hate her? Because <laughs> so you hated her in The Greatest Showman too. I think. You oh said my it. gosh, I couldn't stand that stuff. I'll fully admit, I I liked her a lot better in Spider Man Homecoming than I did in The Greatest Showman. Agreed. Like, I don't know. I liked seeing her like act kind of like like the funny one, like the comedic role. And, like, it's, like, kind of, like, her being serious, though. But it's still funny. I think she pulled it off well. Um, But, like, in The Greatest Showman, she was, like, kind of, like, all serious. And just, like, oh, you know, like, we can't be together. And I was, eh, eh, Getting butthurt over everything. Yeah. It, it didn't work for me. Yeah. But from what I saw in this, because she bugged the living hell out of me in the trailers for Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. I actually liked her a little bit better in this. She was really good. She had some really funny lines. I mean, even though she <laughs> wasn't in there very long. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel she had more lines than uh, Luke, didn't Luke? Ned. Didn't she have a lot yeah, more Yeah, well, lines? Ned got shot in the neck with That's a true. trank. That's true. That caught me by surprise. I'm like, what the shit? Yeah, I thought he, he was, like, dead. I was yeah. just like, you're going to spoil that someone kills him? In the trailers, that's ballsy. And then Nick Fury shows up and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I love his reaction. Um, So is he going to be okay? Uh, I mean, you might want to turn him on his back so he doesn't swallow his own tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Samuel Jackson can do no wrong. He he can't. He really can't. Oh, I love him. And didn't he like say that he would be more than happy to play Nick Fury for like the next 10 years? I don't know if that's true or did. not, but like, that would be amazing. He wants to play for as long as he can, I think. I am 100% down Oh, with me that. too. Oh, he's Dude, if I was Kevin Feige, I'd be like, can we get that in writing? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's going to be great. But no, like, I've watched this trailer probably about like five times, and like every time I watch it, I love it even more. I think it's a really, really good trailer, and I am stoked for July. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for this movie. And I know a lot of people are mad that this trailer came out because uh, it kind of spoils that, oh, Peter Parker lives in Endgame. But I'm honestly okay. I, yeah, that's where I'm I'm iffy. The, I'm s- still a little like, eh. What do you mean? So we don't know if this is the Peter Parker that we know. This could be one from a different dimension for all we know. do you always have to do that you always gotta ruin shit ruin shit i'm just kidding <laughs> you know i think everything's fine you know peter lived you know like almost all of them come back to life but no you have to throw in the other dimension shit <laughs> <laughs> you never know it could be or it oh, could end up being that way it wasn't it on the um poster it like says like the date that it happens what date happens like it like it like proves 
that uh, it takes place after Infinity or not Infinity War Endgame. I was like, it can't take place after Infinity War. <laughs> you never know. That Peter Parker's freaking dust. Uh, okay, never mind. You can't even see it. Okay, okay, never mind. I'm gonna sh- disregard whatever I just said. I swear I saw something like that, but it's not working for me right now. Anyway, next trailer. Uh, yeah. Next up is the Prodigy. Which that literally sounds like an upcoming rapper, but it's a movie about a little kid that is um, a little bit uh, psychotic. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm too. Um, the biggest reason why, and I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be a good horror movie, but the biggest reason why is Jack. No, not no, that's not his name. Uh, but the kid that played Georgie in a 2017 version of It is uh playing the main um kid in this one and. I think he's a really good actor for being how young he is, and uh, like especially like seeing how he like that whole scene of him getting his arm ripped off and like getting dragged into the sewer. I thought like I like almost like wanted to cry when I first saw that scene. Like my mouth was wide open because I did not see that coming. I did mm-hmm. not expect them to actually do that in the movie. Um, so just his acting in that part and his acting throughout the rest of the movie, and especially at the ending, um, when uh. He's, uh, you know, like tells Billy, like, I want to go home and everything. And uh, Bill's like, uh, you know, I miss you too, but you're not my brother. Um, and just like seeing like how he just the emotion between those two and then him actually like shooting his own brother. But it turns out it's actually Pennywise just like just proves that like the kids that were in this movie are trem- like for being how young they are, are tremendous actors. Like these are some of the best kid actors I've seen in quite a long time. Um, and so seeing this uh, this kid that played Georgie in a uh, movie that basically he's the lead role, I'm very excited to see where they can take him. Yeah, I'm excited because I'm super interested into like the psychopath psyche. That's oh, why I too. liked um, You Better Watch Out. Yeah, because that was awesome. That's a fun Christmas movie. It is like a pretty a totally solid. messed up way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. So I have a feeling that I'm going to enjoy The Prodigy too. When it uh, comes out in March, right? Uh, I want to say I don't know. It's one of those. But I don't know yeah. it comes out soon. I'll probably catch it on like Five Buck Tuesday. I won't pay full price for it. Yeah. I'll probably do the same. Yeah. I mean, but I just hope it doesn't rely on jump scares. That's all I care about. Oh my gosh! Because I am that so sick and tired of studios requiring on jump scares for scary movies. It's the exactly cheapest scare in the book. Yep, absolute cheapest. Um, all right, let's move on to the next preview, which is the uh, trailer for the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Quite a tr- that's quite a name for a movie. Mm-hmm. Quite the mouthful. But Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah. Um, and it looks like he's doing stunts, and that's freaking impressive. It does. Um, I, So Caleb literally showed me this trailer like 20 minutes before we started recording, and I'm kind of just like, eh, on it. I'm not really that interested in this movie. Like, I probably won't go see it in theaters. I might catch it on like Netflix or something like that. I'll probably do the same, like 100%, being 100% honest. I mean, unless there's, like, a really good deal 
on like a matinee or something. But I kind of like the the concept of it. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. But I mean like the only reason I would really want to go see it is just because of Sam Elliott like you said that he's a great actor, so yeah. So in this it's just the dude that killed Hitler. <laughs> and yeah. then he gets asked by the FBI to hunt down Bigfoot and kill them and it's quite a story. It's a it's a weird concept, it like, but it kind of works. It does. I I can agree, but it's like just like weird, like because in the trailer doesn't he like literally just walk into Hitler's office and shoot him point blank? Yeah. Okay. But it looks like he was disguised. Yeah, that's true. It did. But yeah, like that caught me by surprise. I'm like, oh shit! I was expecting Hitler to like maybe like be like talking to his um people and then just get like a headshot from somewhere like a sniper <laughs> that'd be badass that would be an awesome way to kill hitler um i don't know this is like totally going off tangent but you haven't seen the show dads right no okay i'll just show i'll just like show you the first episode but so the two main guys are video game creators and they're pitching this new video game to uh these investors and they're like so we realized about uh, the first Kill Hitler is that people really, really love killing Hitler. <laughs> so in Kill Hitler 2, there are 42 other ways that you can kill Hitler. <laughs> uh, like one is like uh, you can hang Hitler. Uh, you can uh, kill uh, You can uh, kill Hitler with a menorah. Just like all this random shit. I'm like, I kind of want to play this game. Dude, that kind of sounds like Sniper Elite 4. Because yeah. so they have DLCs with different level packs, and you can play with people. Mm-hmm. They have a DLC. I think it's one of their biggest file size. I think it's like two gigs big. Like that's the size and of the entire DLC, and the entire DLC is based around killing Hitler. The name of the DLC is Target Fuhrer. And you have, like, a billion ways you can kill Hitler. <laughs> like, he's doing inspections of shit and, like, a submarine, and you shoot, like, the hook that the submarine's on, and then the submarine just falls on him. Oh, that's funny. I would just love to, like, take an arrow to his head. Right. That'd, that'd make me very, very happy. Um, You could throw C4 in his soup. And so what he'll go, shit? yeah. So he'll like bend down to like get a spoonful of soup, and then it just blows up in his face. <laughs> um, uh, but there's like, like a bunch of other shit that you can do. To that just... scene uh, in Pulp Fiction kind of just came to my mind with that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. In the car, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that one was great. <laughs> that was amazing. But we will get to that later. Yes. Very, very soon. So, last trailer. It's the um, one you're super pumped for. Yes. Um, so, this week, it was announced that, I don't know if it's going to officially call this, but Ghostbusters 3 is officially happening. A third movie set in the original uh, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 timeline is officially happening. Um, literally, nothing else has been said other than that. Uh, we... I believe that the original three are coming back. I don't know if it will be like for main roles, maybe just cameos. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be like 
like a passing on to the torch like a uh, new group like discovers uh the old ecto or the ecto one um discovers the proton packs and discovers the fire firehouse and then just um brings back the um the company in in full force hopefully um but i i completely don't know um but i'm excited to see what they do um the original director's uh son jason reitman is directing it and sweet um, i know and he has directed um juno and what else has he directed? Juno was pretty good. It was. I really enjoyed that one. We should do a Ghostbusters Dreamcast. Yes, let's do it. Hell yeah. I don't know if I, know if I can high five you. Yeah. Yeah, I can't high five you over the monitor. <laughs> um, what is it? As more of a high three <laughs> with what I could reach. Hey, it's like the Ninja Turtles, so that's what they say. High three. What was it? Oh, uh, thank you for smoking. I've heard Thanks that's a really smoking. Yeah, I've heard that's a really good movie. Uh, Up in the air. Oh wait, some of these are he, he was just a producer. But yeah, I mean, biggest selling point to me is like Juno because I love that movie. That is such a great movie. That is a damn good movie. And he's actually nominated for. Um... Oh wait. <laughs> what is he nominated for? He's been nominated for a couple awards. Either way. I think he's a very good choice to direct this movie, yeah. um, especially because I'm sure being the son of Ivan Reitman, I'm sure he grew up in a household that Ghostbusters was talked about a lot and the ideas were thrown around. So I'm interested to see what he can bring to the Ghostbuster franchise. Um, but so in this little teaser trailer, and I did not expect this. I This just came out of nowhere. I woke up, uh, I think it was Wednesday morning to this. And yeah, it, like, completely caught me off guard um so basically it's uh you see a farmhouse um and you hear i think like isn't i think like there's lightning going on but you hear uh something going on in the barn and you hear i think it's like uh one of like the like uh like one of the proton packs uh blasters like kind of going off but like firing back a little bit um and so it starts like going uh the camera starts moving into the barn house um, and then you see a uh, sheet, and like you can see, what, like kind of like, I don't know, like kind of like illuminated light, like ghost light, um, and it's very windy. And so there's a car covered in a tarp, and the tarp like blows up a little bit, and you see the uh, you see the Ecto one only a little bit with the Ghostbusters logo, and it says Ecto one on the license plate, of course, and then it says um, summer 2020 after after that fades. So, that's yeah. going to be freaking great I if they know. bring all the originals back. So excited. Because Dan Aykroyd's still alive. Yes. Bill Murray is obviously still alive. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the last dude's name. What's wrong with you? I, I don't. How can you I wasn't forget? super in. I wasn't as into Ghostbusters as you were. But how can you forget Winston? Well, I knew Winston. I don't. I don't remember the last or the dude's real name. It's, er, it's Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. There you okay. Go. Yeah. Uh, him and Dan Aykroyd are like the two that like really wanted Ghostbusters three to happen, but I mean it's, it never really did. Bill Murray was kind of like on the fence about like doing anything with it. I mean, I consider like Ghostbusters. I bet Dan Aykroyd talked him into it. Well, I'm sure. Dan Aykroyd's like the still like the heart and soul of 
everything Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel the closest thing we ever got to Ghostbusters three was Ghostbusters the video game because it was awesome seeing every single Ghostbuster back. Um, and uh, it's sad that Harold Ramis passed away. Um, he's truly missed every day. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see what direction that they take with uh, this third one, this Same official here. Ghostbusters three. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't want to count the reboot? I like the reboot. I I feel like it's way too much shit. It's not that bad, but I will take this over that. I'm sorry. Well, it should be. You're being rude. <laughs> wow. Just like literally every other internet troll. It'd be really cool if they did like an official passing of the torch to the female Ghostbusters. See, that's what they literally should have done with the. It shouldn't have been a reboot. It should have been like, oh, the Ghostbusters daughters. Yeah, or like them like discovering the old firehouse, the old car, the you know the pro everything. Be like, oh, you know, like let's try to start this business up again. That I feel, I feel if they did that, fans wouldn't have been so bitter about this movie. Most fans weren't. Um, it's just like sometimes the way that the uh, Paul Feigen, the uh, some people working on the movie like reacted to how fans were responding, especially in like the movie because they basically said that anyone that like hated it uh, was sexist and uh, were bloody hell. I know, right? Look, um, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I'm not sexist. No, I'm not either. Um, and basically, uh, if you hated it, you were like some old guy that was still living in his parents' basement and just all this, this Damn. stuff. Um, but, yeah. I still enjoy it. Like, I, it's not the worst reboot. I, um, like, Kate McKinnon is definitely, like, the best part of that whole movie. I love Holtzman's character. Dude, she's the best thing of any movie. That is a very good point. Very good point. Um, I like Melissa McCarthy. I liked, um, Kristen Wiig, and I thought, um... Leslie Jones did a great job as well. All four of them that were cast as the main Ghostbusters did a great job. Um, they did good with what they were given, yeah. but as a whole, the movie wasn't on par with no, what. No, it wasn't with what they were doing. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I'm sad that we didn't get a sequel to it. I would have been. I would have liked to see a sequel. Um, but <laughs> I, plot twist: this is the sequel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, good luck explaining that to fans. <laughs> um, Dude, could you imagine if they made it, like, if this was just, like, a huge prank? And, twenty like, they made commercials and trailers for Ghostbusters 3 with the original Ghostbusters. And then everyone goes in and it's actually a sequel <laughs> to the reboot. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't want to, dude, dude like, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Freaking... I feel like people... Like, I'd give it like five minutes into the movie before people started walking out. Because <laughs> <laughs> people would just be like in like awe of like... Like, that is like the greatest mar- uh, marketing deploy I've ever seen. But, um, screw you, Sony. I'm out. <laughs> dude, I wouldn't even be mad at the money I'd lose. <laughs> I was in yeah, charge of Sony. I w- I w- I'd be like, "This is the greatest thing on planet Earth. We've been leading these people on for a year." 
Oh, that would be awful. Oh, my. That would be so great, though. <laughs> dude, that would be so awful to do, especially Ghostbuster fans. I know. I know. It'd be a real shitty thing. Like, I'd be mad if it was something like Mar- a Marvel thing. Yeah. So. Like, if they were to do, like, the Far From Home and then it'd just be Tobey Maguire again. Like, I think I'd be a, a little pissed off, but I'd also be like, all right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you there. So maybe that wasn't a great comparison. <laughs> It'd still be really funny, though, if they did that. But I don't think anybody could trust Sony ever again if they ever <laughs> did that. Uh, they might be uh, out of business by the next day. That'd be a great, like, if they were planning on closing their doors, they're just like, F it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So. so... Oh, sorry. Oh, we have rank, which ones we more excited for. Oh, um, so just because like it showed a lot, um, and I'm like really excited. Number one, Spider-Man: Far From Home, I'd say. Uh, number two, Ghostbusters, of course. Um, the only reason it's not number one is because it didn't really show anything. Um, it showed Ecto One. That's really it. But like, I l- absolutely love that. I think that's like the perfect way to show a teaser and get people excited. Mm-hmm. Um. Number three, the prodigy, and then number four, the man who killed Hitler, and then the Bigfoot. So number one for me, same Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, number two, I'm probably gonna give to the prodigy. You suck. It's it's close. It's really close. But it should go to Ghostbusters. Come on. Ghostbusters is number three, and then number <sighs> four is the man who killed Hitler, and then the Bigfoot. You hate me. <laughs> you hate me. <laughs> When you act like this, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I get better about Ghostbusters. Yeah, so. Shit. Okay, now that Caleb has ruined my night with his uh, placement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Get over it, you baby. No, I will never. Um, What do you say we jump into the main event of the evening? Let's do it. All right. Time for the Let's play game. Alright, so our main event of the evening is going to be our breakdown of Pulp Fiction. A movie that I sadly did not see until last night. And I, after watching it, I kicked myself in the ass for not watching it earlier. Because this is a fantastic movie. Um, let me pull up a synopsis. Yeah, so I watched it last week, and I also watched it yesterday. Watched it again. And it's... I think it's better the second go-around. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have to watch it again, then. Yeah, it was... Dude, the funny thing is, like, good. I so I bought this on Blu-ray. I just never got around to watching it. But, like, I'm... I don't know if they ever re- released like a steelbook or anything, but I kind of want that. Or if like they release it on 4K, I am so buying it. It made that big of an impact on yeah, you. Yeah, this is a great movie. Yeah, it's so good. Our uh, all right. So, so here's the synopsis for Pulp Fiction. Samuel Jackson, uh, and John Travolta are two hitmen who are out to retrieve a suitcase stolen from their employer, mob boss Marcellus Wallace. 
Walsh has also asked Vincent to take his wife Mia out a few days later when Wallace himself will be out of town. Butch Coolidge is an aging boxer who is paid by Wallace to lose his fight. The lives of these seemingly unrelated people are woven together, comprising of a series of funny, bizarre, and uncalled-for incidents. That sums it up pretty well. That does sum it up really well. Yeah. Um. All right. So, favorite character for you? Probably Samuel Jackson. I really liked his too. He, he was hilarious, and he li- literally had some of the best lines. He did. He wasn't a huge part of this movie. He wasn't. I, John I Travolta was. actually played a bigger part. Yeah, than he him. did. I did not see that coming. I thought Samuel Jackson was going to play a bigger part. Yeah, but out of all the lines, Samuel Jackson had the best. Yeah. I always wonder where, because um, I've heard, I've seen like just audios of like Samuel Jackson saying, "Say what again." I dare you. I double dare you. I had no idea it was from this movie. I, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was from this movie. I knew, so I didn't know the uh, like this movie. There are a lot of like quotes and scenes from this that I know. Yeah, but didn't realize it came from this movie. Yeah, like the English mother. Do you speak it? Yep. I didn't know it was from this movie. Yep, um, exactly. That was one that I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, that scene when uh, John Travolta enters. Um, oh my gosh, you're gonna get me for this one. The mob boss's wife. Mia. Mia. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm reference failing you for that. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, gonna be really harsh because I'm really freaking behind. That, I'm perfectly <laughs> fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um. When uh, he first enters her house, and she's like, oh, you know, like, go ahead, make yourself a drink. I'll be down in a minute. And, like, he hears, like, it throughout the house, and she's like, oh, it's the PA system. But, like, his, like, reaction when he's just like, I always wondered where that meme came from because it's so funny. Dude, when people... I did, too. I was just like, that's the meme. Because <laughs> uh, it, like, literally fits in almost any situation. Um, yeah, dude. Uh there is there's like a scene that like i i knew it was in this movie but i did not expect it to be as graphic as it was like holy shit which one uh you know the um the what rose the, the it was basically the rape scene yeah okay we can say I that don't like come you out can't like you can't just make the motion and they can't see this. Well, in a way, I don't think this motion really works because, you know, it's a guy on guy. It technically works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so you knew that that was in this? Well, no, so I didn't know about the – I knew, like, how, like, like they get, like, knocked out and, like, how, like, they get tied up and all that stuff. Uh, I did not see that, like, rape scene coming. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was rough. Dude, so when they like, so when those hillbillies knocked, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, what was his name, Butch? Yeah, Butch. Butch and Marcellus, when they knocked them out, and they took him down in the dungeon, I'm just like, okay, so they're trying to get reward money, and then they took it a little step further, and I was like, oh shit, where's this going? <laughs> and then they pulled like the dude. I thought it was gonna be like a Goonies situation. I've, never, With the, I've actually never seen the Goonies, so... 
You haven't seen the Goonies? I know. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Where do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> no, so when they pulled the the their dog out, woke him up. Oh yeah. And I was just like, "Oh shit, this is like freaking Goonies." And then they pulled that dude out in the freaking leather suit. I was just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> this is going somewhere completely different. <laughs> but, uh, freaking gross. Yeah, it's extremely gross. I actually laughed my ass off when Butch was going through the pawn shop and finding stuff. Yeah. And finding more and more messed up shit until he saw the katana and he's like, yes. It doesn't go from a hammer to a baseball bat yeah. to a chainsaw and then to the... Dude, I would have done the chainsaw. <laughs> I would have, too. I would have been... Yeah, I think... Considering what they did, I would have enjoyed using that chainsaw on them. I yeah. know it sounds like really like messed up and I, I may be a little bit sick in the head. The but... only hesitation that I would have over the chainsaw is not being able to activate it the first go. <laughs> yeah. And be like... Ah, shit. <laughs> You've seen the Simpsons movie, right? No. You've never seen the Simpsons movie? No, I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. Ah, I so never got into it. There's, dude, we gotta watch it then. We gotta watch it. Um, there's a, a scene where uh, the whole town is literally attacking the Simpsons home, um, and they're like trying to break down the door, and Homer's like, "Stand back! I got a chainsaw!" And he's like making these like noises, and like the, <laughs> it's like they they're like reaching their hand through the door, and like they just stop and pull out, and, like all of them like look through with their <laughs> eyes to see if he actually really does. <laughs> Oh, shit. But, yeah. Uh, so, least favorite character. I had a really hard time picking. I still don't like Dude, my decision. I, I don't even know if I have a least favorite character. Um, it's kind of hard to do. Least, probably those two hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have to say the same thing. They were my least favorite, but they did add something to the story. Yeah. I mean, not in a great way. No, not a great... They didn't add a great thing. They just added stuff to it. Yeah. All the others are just, like, really minor characters. True. Um, so, this one's an interesting question. Because of how the movie was put through, how or who's the most important? Yeah, an interesting question, huh? Shit. Like, I'm trying to think of who contributed most to the story. And I w- want to say um, Samuel Jackson's character. Uh, his is, his, what was his name? Jules? Yep, Jules. And I was also thinking Vincent. With, yeah, I don't know. Because at the end, like, with Samuel Jackson at the end is like, kind of like the reason why the circle or the story becomes full circle because like the beginning becomes the end as well it does huh yeah that is that's interesting yeah i did not see that coming i i love how non-linear that this movie is but it still made sense it did it really did 
like I wasn't confused during any of like I was confused about what was going on and why it was going on. Yeah. But I was never confused as to where like how the story was progressing. Yeah. No. I there was not one moment in this movie that I got bored. I was completely invested throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Second time you're I'm s i am was still invested. Okay. And usually I'm not. Yeah. No, At I least gotta, with how close together my viewings were. I'm usually kind of just kind of will push it off to the side or yeah. play it on my phone. The first time I watched it, I did watch it on my phone. And I I tried doing work, but then I was just super just like into this. <laughs> so I I don't know who would be the most important. Maybe maybe Butch yeah, Butch might be it. I don't know. Like, it's kind of like hard to like narrow it down to like just one main character being the one that is the most important to the story. Because I feel like there really wasn't a, wasn't a main character. though. No, I feel it could be those those three: John Travolta, Bruce Willis, and Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think those three are the biggest characters in this movie. Yeah, for sure. So I don't think I can really narrow it down to one. I have to say those three. Yeah. And I don't really think I think the same with the least important. I didn't think there was anyone that wasn't. No, and I mean like you could say like you can't really say Bruce Willis's girlfriend because she's still even though in little ways she still moved the story along. She did. Yeah. Like I consider messing up like she did. Uh, uh contributing to the it story. Did. Yeah, because if. She didn't. John Travolta wouldn't have, you know. Again, people cannot see what you just did. I know, did. but spoiler alert: John Travolta dies, <laughs> and that took me. This off is an old movie. If you haven't seen the movie, I mean, we hadn't seen it, yeah. so but <laughs> so we've we been really living under a rock apparently because yeah. this movie was amazing. Yeah. And he goes out in like a violent way, like holy shit. Mm-hmm. How many times does Bruce Willis shoot him? He freaking unloads. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I had a really hard... I, I can't pick a, a mo- least important character. I can't either. But it's the same. I can't pick a most important either because they all contributed to the story in their own way. Yeah. Um. This just proves how good this movie is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the storytelling in this, now that we're just getting passing the most and least important, yeah, the storytelling in this was pretty good. It was so it starts off with th- this couple talking about different places that are e- like hard to rob and why they're hard, and that didn't make a whole lot of sense until the very end. Yeah. But it was interesting, like, what he was bringing up, like, how, like, someone robbed a uh, bank with just, like, a phone saying that there was they were holding someone captive and that they didn't give them the money. It's going to happen. Just, like, how we saw – people can rob a bank with a freaking phone nowadays. Like, how crazy is that? Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't need a gun anymore. I'm just like, yeah, damn, you're right. I mean, I don't know about now. I don't know if it's, like, the same thing really nowadays. Like, You probably could. Yeah. Like – 
that'd be a <laughs> I was gonna say that'd be a cool social experiment, but that wouldn't go over well yeah, at all. No. But I don't know about you, but if I'm going to rob a place, I don't care how like what time of uh, year it was or what year it was, I'm still gonna wear a mask or something to hide my identity. I could not just like literally just rob a place and like everyone see my face. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've seen a uh, going in style, right? Like the remake. I have not seen that yet. You haven't? No. Didn't I send you the code? You did. Okay. I haven't watched Dude, it yet. It... Watch it. Okay. I really enjoy that one. Um, but it's interesting because, um, like even be- even though they're old and they get like tips from a guy that's actually Rob Banks, like they still wear masks. Like they like they're still like putting care into their robbery. I forget like who they go as, but like they go as like Frank Sinatra and um. I forget the other two, but it's, like, freaking hilarious. Yeah, but this couple is freaking out of their freaking mind. Yeah, especially the girl. I, w- I can't remember what I've seen, what else I've seen her in. I can't either. What was her name? Um, I have the, the cast list up. Amanda Plummer. She is an actress. Duh. You don't She's say. been in Hunger Games Catching Fire. Oh, she was, um, oh, uh, Virus. Yep. Okay. Yep, that's who she was. Yeah, she was, she was, she was crazy. crazy. <laughs> I mean, she was, I mean, she wasn't in it a lot, but that's how Virus really was in the book, but she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were so many people, big names in this movie. I did not expect to see Quentin Tarantino uh, making a cameo in his own movie. <laughs> that was awesome. And his cameo was great. Dude, like, I, I didn't know who was in this at first. Yeah. So when I saw Quentin, I was like, what? <laughs> John Travolta and Samuel Jackson, I knew. Yeah, those are the only two I knew. Like, I didn't know uh, Tim Roth was in this. Yeah. Yeah. He freaking blew my mind. Uh, Bruce Willis, I was like, they freaking got everyone. <laughs> right? Uh, Uma Thurman. Yep. And I j- actually just finished watching Kill Bill. Still Both of them. them. How are they? They're good. Okay. But she, I don't know what it is with Quentin Tarantino movies that she's in. She gets, like, beat to shit. Or, like messy she she's not afraid to get freaking dirty yeah, i did not expect to see that like after she snorted that stuff and just like all of a sudden like her nose and like her like fidgeting and i'm like what the hell is happening she's an amazing physical she, actress she really is like, like you need to watch kill bill because yeah. her performance in that is crazy kill bill 100 percent over the top <laughs> Like super duper I over feel the if top. If they pull it off, though, it works well. It does. I don't know what it is, but like all this shit that I'm like, you only see that in comic books. It worked. None, so, nothing felt like there were some things that felt a little like out of the realm of belief. Yeah. But most of it was really well within. Yeah. And it was like I still knew it was over the top. I'm like, yeah, like. You know how much shit you'd have to do for to pull that off, <laughs> especially the blood. 
I feel like you could add, like, give Quentin Tarantino, like, anything, and he could make it work. He wants to make um, a Star Trek movie. I'm down. (laughs) I'll see anything that man makes. Yeah. I need to go through, like, a list of... Because didn't stuff. he uh, make The Hateful Eight? Was that Quentin Tarantino? I think so. I want to say yes. I sadly haven't seen that. And I haven't seen Django Unchained either. Django's really good. And I own that. Gosh damn it. it. I you, know, right? You gotta watch Django. We I need to have, uh, like, a Quentin month. We do. We really do. Where we gotta we have, just... like, a classic, like, movie uh, month. Where we just watch nothing but, like, classic movies we haven't seen. Yeah. We need to get a list of that first. Yes. We do. Um. So after that, it kind of follows the story of Vincent after the whole diner robbery thing. Yep. Kind of follows the story of Vincent. And it's kind of cool how they just kind of show up to that bar, to Marcellus's bar, in the weird yeah, clothes. Cool, yeah, and it's not explained until the end of why they're wearing that. Yeah, like, I have that, like, I seriously thought that they just weren't going to address it. (laughs) I did, too. I was like, okay, I guess this is just how it is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what happened in there? Whatever. (laughs) Um, But Samuel Jacks, so they are on this mission to go retrieve this briefcase from these early like really young adults they look and they're like maybe mid early 20s i don't know they kind of look like they some of them look like they just like barely started college yeah that's the the vibe i got too um but you get probably the best scenes from samuel jackson yes in this where they're questioning the guy. Um, they answer their questions, and then they just shoot him up, and you get, like, the his Bible quote. Which is awesome. Oh, so good. Um, you get to see the, uh, the, the briefcase. We never get to see what's in the briefcase. Nope, we don't. We just see it shine, and that's it. Yeah. So, like, I love that because you can just imagine anything in that place. Like, I was thinking gold bars. Like, what were you thinking? I was thinking money. Just money. Just money? Yeah. I like, don't know. My mind doesn't really wander a lot, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking with the shining and everything. That can make sense. Um. But, I mean, how many are we talking here? Because, like, Samuel Jackson was kind of carrying that like it was nothing. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Maybe coins? That's cool. Yeah, but wouldn't you hear that when they're, like, walking into the bar? <sighs> You're making me question I'm sorry. Too much I'm, stuff. like, rooting all this for you. I yeah, apologize. Yeah, like, you can, you can overanalyze this, like, no man's business. Yeah, you could. It's crazy. Yeah. You never get to hear, like, hear or see what, what's in it. I'm sure Quentin Tarantino planned it like that. So Samuel Jackson, his quote is Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. 
which is a Bible verse, and I have the quote. Sweet. And it says, The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. There was a lot more to that. Um, Valley of Darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And there's still more. (laughs) Um... And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay down my vengeance upon thee. I do not do that quote justice at all. No. That's not your fault. It's Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he makes that line iconic. I could not remember that line to save my life. I know. Like, I don't even want to try. Yeah. Because of how perfect he delivers it. And he delivers it a couple times in this. He does. And... I don't know which which version I like better. I don't probably. I think I like the first one better. The first one, just because like literally, after they just unload on the guys, I'm just like, damn. Mm-hmm. And I have my TV pretty loud. And like when like back in those days, like gunshots were like r- echoed like really really loud in movies. So when the, like they start shooting, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> not expect it to be that loud. Yeah, there were definitely some audio things that could have been fixed. Yeah. <laughs> like some equalization somewhere. Um But we kinda so like I said, it follows Vincent's story through that. Um, you get to see Butch, uh Bruce Willis's character apparently owes Marcellus some money. Um, then, or he's supposed to throw a, throw a fight and he said, like he agrees to it and everything leaves. Um, then Marcellus is apparently leaving and wants Vincent to take Mia, his wife out on the town. Yeah. Show her a good time. So she's not lonely. Yeah. Which if I was a boss, hell to the fricking no. Yeah. Because apparently the last dude that did that got just disappeared. (laughs) And I think Vincent knew that and was just as worried. Can't say I blame him. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. But he has the heroin in his pocket. Yep. Or I assume it's heroin. I would believe It it looked like it. I don't know how drugs work. (laughs) I, I just don't know my drugs. So <laughs> by sight, yeah. Um, they do get this really cool to this like bar. Do yeah, a twist. Dude, that was awesome, right? Like, I would love to go to a yeah. place like that. There's kind of a place like that in California. If you ever get there, well, oh wait, no, I think I've already asked if you've been there. Rubies. Rubies. Yeah. Off the the dock. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it kind of like that? It's kind of like that. Okay. It's it, like it, the style. There's a lot of plate like diners that have that style. As far as I remember. 
but not like a freaking stage in the middle where they're doing classic 60s singers. Well, they need to bring that shit back. No kidding, dude. I would be there like every day. Yeah, I know. Dude, Ruby should bring that. I would love to see Ruby's do that. That'd be awesome. Um, you got the twist competition. They apparently won. Or whatever. I want to see other people dance. I know, me too. (laughs) Like, they usually don't have just two people, but that's besides the point. (laughs) This is just nitpicking. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, They get the trophy. They go home. She asks for or him if he wants a drink. He goes in the bathroom to kind of talk himself out of sleeping with her, I guess. Yeah. And she snorts his heroin, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do. No. And she starts to OD. And he takes her to his drug dealer's house. And this this scene, uh, when they're, like, getting ready to shoot her with the adrenaline, I probably, like, laugh the most at the line that the drug dealer says. Because he's like, okay, uh, you know, like, he draws, like, the uh, thing on it. And he's like, okay, what happens after I, I stab it into her chest? He's like, well, I'm curious myself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was laughing that entire scene. I laughed when uh, Vincent was on the phone with him, and he's like, hey, I'm bringing this chick to your house. She's OD'd, and he's like, don't bring her to my house. It's like, just suck it up, take what's going to happen, and take her to a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. that Dude, that whole scene was just um, really well done. Yeah. There was a lot of, like, it was real. Like, I could see something like that actually happening. I could t- yeah, I could totally do. Like, I was trying to put myself in Vincent's place, and that is pretty much exactly how I'd react. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, great acting from everyone. Yeah. Uma Thurman, she... That scene is pretty much... Like, just imagine that scene how sweaty she was and how like dirty Yeah, right that's pretty much how she is throughout the entire kill bill movie really yeah so she's um, intense do you know what year this is supposed to take place in do you know um i don't know okay because i want to know like when it was uh stopped that like literally you could smoke anywhere because like that like like literally them being just being able to smoke in restaurants and everything i'm like Oh, yeah, I totally forgot that they were able to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to say that stopped in the 80s. It was 80s? Okay. So maybe this was like a 70s? Okay. I could see that. My, I'm guessing late 70s, early 80s for okay. when, this was, when this movie took place. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Because Vincent was super into the 60s. Yeah. But he was still pretty young. I mean, it, you can call John Travolta old or young, so I'm I'm guessing eighties. I mean, by his hair, he looked young. Yeah, so I'm my guess is early eighties. Okay, all right. That's an interesting thing. We'll have to look that up when yeah. uh, smoking actually stopped happening everywhere. Yeah. Um, trying to think of the next big scene. Uh, after 
that, it kind of jumps to Jules's story, in a way. They start shooting up the place, or it cuts back to them in that apartment shooting up. Then uh, there's the dude in the bathroom with the um, with the gun, and he comes comes out, shoots up at everywhere. Oh wait, there was a I skipped a scene. It was the stuff with Butch. Oh yeah, yeah, because he his story is like literally the whole half, uh, the middle of the movie. Yep, that's literally all him. Um, yeah. So his scenes, he skips or he doesn't throw the fight. He actually ends up killing the other dude. Yeah, I did not see that coming. And then Marcellus paid him off to lose the fight, so he thinks Marcellus is after him, which he is. Um. And then you kind of get this cutscene that was kind of out of nowhere with him as a kid. And oh yeah, and then like Christopher Walken is the soldier that gives him the watch. Yep, dude, he get like I was like, oh, this is a really nice story. And then he's like, he hit it in his ass, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you ever heard of too much information? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Like, this kid's, like, what, six, seven? You don't tell him that his dad hid this watch in his ass. And then that you had to hide the watch in your ass. If I was a kid, I'd be like, you know what? I think I'm good. You keep the watch. Seems like it has a lot more emotional value to you. I thought that they were going to take this the route that uh, Christopher Walken's character and Butch's dad were like lovers while they were in prison together. Really? I yeah, because he's like, your father and I were really close. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to get personal real quick. <laughs> I did not think that. I thought that at no, first. That's a good and way then, to think. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, this is going to get really messed up for this kid. But no, he took it like a sweet route with the watch. And I'm like, oh. And then he's like, and I had to hide it in my ass. I'm like, ah, great. <laughs> you lost me. You lost me. Yep. Like, you're freaking going to scar this kid for life. Right? Which is great. Um, then it cuts to Butch running into, like, older Butch, Bruce Willis, running into kind of a motel with his French wife yeah okay yeah so french wife i totally forgot her name i forgot her name too but i knew that she was supposed to be learning spanish and wasn't (laughs) but bruce willis's character starts asking about the watch and figures out that she left it at their place and he goes to go get it and apparently he, everyone like underestimates him and he walks in, finds the watch and everything, goes into the kitchen to grab like some pop tarts. Yeah. He legit starts making himself some pop tarts. Yeah. I'm like, dude, no, get it and get out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> he sees the freaking Uzi on the counter while he's eating his pop tart looks over and like here's the toilet flush 
grabs the gun. Vincent walks out. And the look on his face, dude. Like, John Travolta totally pulled off the, oh shit, I made a mistake (laughs) face really, really well. (laughs) He really did. Ugh. And then they just they shoot him up, and then they kind of leave it at that. They yeah. don't make a huge deal out of it or anything. Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah, that was it. Why do you think that? I like, don't know, because like Marcelo doesn't even mention him at all. Nothing. Well, he runs into Marcelo. Well, I mean, well later, but so Marcelo didn't really have time enough to learn. That's true. That's a good point. So I don't know why they wouldn't. At least, like, make a bigger deal of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because it's just kind of how it is. Like, none of the deaths in this were, like, a really big deal. No, they weren't. The only big deal one was the kid that he, Vincent <laughs> blew his brains out <laughs> back of the car. Dude, when that happened, like, damn! <laughs> Dude, I love how nonchalantly they were just talking about uh, it. They're just like, it, it was an accident! <laughs> you must have, like, went over a bump or something and it just slipped. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, I think we can skip over the crazy shit that happened with the hillbillies and yeah. Butch and Marcellus. Yeah. I don't see the necessity for that i didn't i have a hard like sorry no you're good no the only like necessity i saw is it gave a reason for like uh marcellus to basically give bruce forgive bruce willis's character um and say oh you know like we're good you don't owe me anything just get out of town and it kind of it also gave butch the reason that like oh you know hey like i I need to get out of town. I'm like, this kind of like ends my chapter in this movie. That's really all I saw it as. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I feel that there was maybe a easier way to go about that. Oh, yeah, there, there definitely but was. But. If, you're going, if you're going for the best possible reason... Like the hardest, like set in stone reason that Marcellus would let Butch go. Yeah, that's probably the best way he could go. Yeah. Uh huh. But I feel you could have done something a little softer. <laughs> Not something so rated R. Even though the movie is rated R. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino has a thing with uh, katanas. He does. Yeah, he really does. I wonder if like, I don't know. Maybe he just the Western them. version of a katana is used in the Hateful Eight. I don't know. Yeah, because he uses one in Kill Bill. Yep. There's one in this, and I'm trying to think of other movies he's made. If there's he any did other. Django Unchained, right? Mm-hmm. Was there a thermite weapon that was supposed to go in that one? Not that I remember. Oh damn. But yeah, but anyway. Um. Quentin's a really good storyteller. He is. I hate that, like, I haven't seen a lot of his movies. Yeah. Like, it honestly irks me. Like, 100%, we need to make a a month or whatever of nothing but Tarantino. I'm down. Because this guy is remarkable. 
Yeah. I think it'd be cool to watch all of his and do a showdown of all of his movies. I'm down. How many are there? I have no idea. And I'm now that I say that, I hope there's not a lot. <laughs> Knowing our luck, there probably is. So Pulp Fiction, Hateful Eight, Django, Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill, Reservoir Dogs, and my data just died. So <laughs> <laughs> let me help you out there, man. Yeah, my my data just shit out on me. Hey, mine does that all the time. Basically every day. All right, let's see. Quentin Tarantino movies. So what did you... I loved after they blew that one kid's brains out in the car. Yeah. The cleanup process. That was hilarious. I love how John Travolta was kind of like a smartass. He's like, "Uh, please would be nice. He's like, excuse me? Well, I mean, you know, like when someone tells me to do something, I'd like them to say please. He's like... I'm not here to, like, literally just be like, oh, can you please do this and all this stuff. No, I'm here to help you and get you guys out of the sticky situation. So if you don't appreciate that, uh, best luck to you and uh, F off. <laughs> I'm like, shit, okay. Yeah, I I felt the exact, like, I thought he was being a complete and utter dick. But it kind of justified things that he was doing in the yeah. earlier scenes. Is it Sin City? He's probably like a producer because um, Robert Rodriguez directed that, didn't he? I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm not super well versed in Tarantino. Right. Yeah, so. Huh, so it was directed by three people, Sin City Frank Miller, Robert Rodriguez, and then the special guest director was Quentin Tarantino. Special guest director? a new title for me yeah that's different how do you have a special guest director huh that should have been the title joss whedon got for justice league yeah i know right <laughs> i think literally you've said all these though uh, his most well-known you did little nicky what i don't know what little nicky is it's best you don't is it a bad movie <laughs> um it's w- it's not awful. It's if you're like you're looking at like Adam Sandler's like newer movies, it's definitely one of his more funny ones. Um, but it's not great. Hmm. Okay, who what did he have to do with this movie? It doesn't even say what he had to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think IMDB is gonna be your best. He probably like wanted his name taken off of the movie. <laughs> Dude, I would. <laughs> All right, so I got his IMDb up. Okay. All filmography and director. So he's directed 21 movies. Damn. Uh, So Hateful Eight. He has a couple new ones that are coming out soon. But Hateful Eight, Django, Kill Bill, Inglorious Bastards, Death Proof, Grindhouse, um, a couple episodes of CSI, Sin City. Apparently, he directed Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> uh, Kill Bill Volume Two, Kill Bill Volume One. That's weird. What? 
Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair. I don't. I think those are just the two Kill Bills combined. Jackie Brown, Four Rooms, an episode of ER, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, My Best Friend's Birthday. This might be a weird one to do. We'll we'll figure that out. <laughs> uh. Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? No. See, this is how much I suck. I was told by the coworker that I was um, giving shit for, my buddy JC, for not seeing Pulp Fiction. I was told by him and another coworker to watch Inglorious Bastards like two or three years ago. And I bought it, but I never got around to watching it. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> You're a hoarder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll buy the movie, but I'll never watch it. I'm awful. Tell your buddies that. It's like, I'll buy it, but I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My, actually, my favorite scene from this, this movie, is at the very end, when they're back in the diner, when it comes full circle. That was an awesome scene. Just like the way that Samuel Jackson talks to uh, Eli, not Eli, <laughs> Tim Roth's character, um, is like he, he's very understanding, but at the same time he's like, if I could, I would literally just shoot your brains out right now. But I'm trying to like get out of like the uh, type of business that I'm in. So it's your lucky day, buddy. <laughs> I loved him like this is why i have a hard time figuring out which when he was quoting the the ezekiel verse yeah which one i liked better because when he said it he was explaining the the verse and like their their roles and what they he thinks that their roles are supposed to be or what they are and really calm i loved when he was trying to calm down uh, what was her name, Honey? Yeah. Or well, that was Yolanda funny. was her name, I, I think. I think so. I can't remember. And the sh- like the way he was telling her to calm down. Yeah. And then telling Tim Roth's character to tell her to calm down. It's like, like no, when... no, no, keep the gun pointed at me. Keep the gun pointed <laughs> at me. <laughs> when Vincent came out of the bathroom, holy shit, dude! That like that scene reminded me like if. Me and Bronson were to be in that business. He would be the irrational Vincent one, and yeah. I'd be the one like trying to calm people down so yeah. people don't get shot. Yep. And then Bronson would come out and be like freaking out, and I'd be like, "Yolanda, calm down." <laughs> like, all right, bring the gun back over here. <laughs> and then when she does calm down, he's just like, "I'm proud of you, Yolanda. Tell her you're proud of her." <laughs> like i'm proud of you honey bunny (laughs) um i love the wallet oh yeah bad mother effer (laughs) that was great um when they took the money out and it was like 1500 bucks (laughs) like that's the scene that reminded me of bronson where if i were to give up that much money to someone and say, like, all right, you can take that. And I think you made it out pretty good, don't you think? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And he's like, if you let him get out with 1500 bucks, I have to shoot them on principle. And then the girl, like, freaks out. And he's like, Vincent, shut the F up. <laughs> like, that would be me and Bronson. No freaking doubt. Really would. That's, that's the funniest part. Um, the movie kind of up ended a little abruptly, but it made sense for me. Yeah, it it, it ends like um, in a way in the past, not in the present. Right. And I don't. I feel it worked. Like honestly, I thought the movie was going to end when Butch and his wife rode off. That's what I thought too. And but they made it come full circle and explained a whole lot of stuff, like why they're in the funky clothes. Um, like you said earlier, like you didn't think that they were gonna explain it, that they were just gonna brush over it. But I'm glad that they did explain why. Yeah, yeah. I would love to know what the writing process was for this movie, and what Quentin, like. I, I just w- want to know the process of this. Was this written as a linear story, and then Quentin was just like, "All right, well, we're cutting this, putting this here, cutting this, putting this there, and then like cutting the end of this scene and putting it at the end of the movie." Like, I want to know if that's what he did, or if it was written that way, or what, because it was really well done. It really was. I had zero problems following the story. Yeah, I didn't either. I literally have no problems with this movie, and if there really is any, they're just nitpicks. Yeah, I don't have any issues with the story yeah. at all. Yeah, It's like a great I, movie. It really is. Like, the only thing that I feel was wrong with it was that Mia and Vincent were dancing alone instead of, like, with a group of people. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing yeah. that I, I feel wrong like, with it. like, really nitpicking. Yeah, that's like a super nitpick. Yeah. Um. Well, my I think my rating is gonna be fairly high for this. What about yours? Mine too. Like perfect score. I, I'm huh. I'm giving it an A. Me too. A really hard A. It's not close to being an A minus at all. It's no. It's strictly a hard A. Like, I think if it was, like, uh, a number, it'd probably be, like, above 98 for me. Like a 99? 99.5? Like I said, above a 98. Okay. So anywhere above a 98. All right. Okay. Because I think an A- minus is 90? Yes. Yeah. So it's it's a very strong A. Same here. Absolute same. Probably one of the strongest I've I've given. Me too. Like I'd have to go through and I think the only one that I feel is a strong Actually no it wasn't. I was thinking Logan, because I gave Logan an A. But I think it was I think this was better than Logan. It was. This is I don't know, this is like one of the like very rare movies that I think is close to if not deserving of a 100 percent this is watching it i was super bummed out that i didn't watch it earlier oh yeah me too i hate my like i kicked myself for not seeing this years ago yeah 
I mean, that and I see why it's an instant classic. And me too. for a movie that's fairly old, like, let me see how old it is. Yeah, I'll say it came out in the 90s, didn't it? Um, Pulp Fiction came out in 1994. Oh, hey, a year before I was born. Two years before I was born. <laughs> 1994. I've seen Damn. movies from 1994, like other movies, and they're boring. This yeah. is like a timeless movie. It is. It really is. Like this is like I. This is one that I want to watch at least once a year from now on. Same. Because it's just that good. I, like, I don't know if it will ever get it, but I really hope that this one gets a 4K release. I'd be interested to see how they can transfer it to 4K. That'd be interesting for sure. Yeah, for a movie that old, like you got to give it props. It aged really well. It did. Top notch. Like I can't think of a movie off the top of my head that aged as well as this. I can't either. I mean, there's like some that like I think have, but like some other people don't. But I feel like this one is kind of like hard to argue that it do- that it hasn't. It, it doesn't age well. Like, which ones have you, are you thinking? Um, so, um, one to me that I think ages well is Halloween, the original. Um, but some. When pe- did that one come out? 1978. Okay, then, yeah, that one aged really well. Yeah, okay, so you agree? Like, some people Because I didn't it. watch it till last year? No, I think we watched it, like, before. Didn't we watch it in, like, 2016, 2017? It was a while ago. Okay. But yeah, that with how old that is. Yeah, it it, it does age well, and like m- many people said, like oh, you can totally tell it was made in the seventies. You know, it's it's really not that scary, and you know, it's also it's like wh- I completely disagree. It, I think it still is scary, but I still get where you're coming from. That it's not like like the scares that you're expecting nowadays. Like, wh- oh, those were like classic. They're not jump scares like to all today no. horror movies. What, um, this one's like terror yeah what i love and i think john carpenter said this about the new halloween movie too is uh with like the original one what they tried to do with the music is usually in uh, movies uh the music doesn't start to kick in until like it like is kind of like full on into the scene whereas like the music in halloween was what scared you because all of a sudden when michael myers is about to like stab someone it like kicks in you're like oh shit yeah yeah that one aged pretty well I will say I feel this one aged better. <laughs> I, I can agree. Um, what about Ghostbusters, the original? When did that one come out? Uh, the 80s, I think. The 80s? Yeah. If it came out in the 80s, that one aged really well, too. The only thing I, I, I don't think that aged well, I mean, I still think that it looked good, is, like, the CGI on, like, uh, the terror dog. Like, when he's, like, jump when it's jumping. That doesn't look the best anymore. But other... Other than that, like, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man still looks great, and I still think, like, the Proton Strings look great. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else I'm thinking. I love when you search Ghostbusters now, the reboot pops up, not the original. <laughs> I'm like, okay. 1984. 1984. Yeah, that one aged really well. Like, the yeah, those dogs were a little crappy, but... I, th- I feel... The sci-fi movies, like uh, Ghostbusters, 
those ones have a little bit of a harder time aging. They do. I would agree. Like, I feel even further down the road that it's going to be a little bit rougher to watch with the advancement of um, CGI and everything. Yeah, whereas, like, with movies like Halloween, it's literally just a guy using a knife. There's no there's no CGI required. Yeah. Like, at some point, I feel like Halloween's going to out-age Ghostbusters. But I don't think... Th- like, with this, this one's kind of set in reality. No special effects really needed. Um, but I think this one's going to be a timeless movie. I completely agree. Forever. I mean, it's already a timeless movie. Yeah, it really is. But I, I want to watch, obviously, I've been wanting to watch that for a really long time. Super glad that I did. The other one that I hear I need to watch is Reservoir Dogs. I've heard the same. I'd say my top three, actually top four. Is Reservoir Dogs, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, and The Hateful Eight. Those are the four main Tarantino movies I really need to watch. Need to add Kill Bill to that list. Okay, five. Well, should it be six with volume two? Technically. (laughs) So six it is. Yep. All right, well, I think that wraps it up, don't you think? Yeah, I'd say so. Perfect movie. Practically perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that concludes this main event of the evening, our fail count. I was only able to get one point out of Rose today. <laughs> we are still 16 to 10, or we're 16 to 10 now in Rose's favor. I might be able to get me next week with Spider-Man. We'll see. Tis true. Tis true. Um... Yeah, so next week, 100%. Like, I know we told you we're not going to tell you what we're doing next week anymore. But next week, we're going to be doing a breakdown of Spider-Man PS4 for our 50th episode. And it's going to be good. Damn right, it's going to be good. Um, Yeah, so you guys can look forward to that next week. Um, until then, if you liked this episode and want to hear more, you could, or get or keep caught up with us, you can subscribe. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public. We're on Spotify. If you search us by the episode name, um. We our content also gets uploaded to YouTube, and we also have hunting videos that are on your way. We're going to become a little bit more consistent with that. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on social media on Facebook.com/slash The Albros or on Twitter at The Albros. Uh, I don't really post a whole ton. I just kind of post when the episode gets released. It works. Yeah, that's all I really do. Um, if Once we start hearing from people, <laughs> so this one's on you guys. Once we start hearing from people, I think we'll start doing like a question of the week right. or something that kind of leads into what we're going to be talking about yeah. the next episode. 
because um, I know now, or some podcasts, their kind of their question of the week is kind of about what they talked about that episode, and they're like, "What did you think of this?" But I think ours would it'd be cool if we did ours about the next episode yeah, once I we agree. figured out what it was, what it's going to be about. I agree. Um, if you have um anything you want us to discuss, any comments, any critiques, pretty much anything you want to tell us, like we'll read anything. Yeah, we will. The only thing we won't read out loud is like the F word. Yeah. I mean, other than that, we'll read anything if it's like, if it's positive, if it's negative, whatever. Like, come at me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you have anything you want us to discuss in the next episode, or if you want to suggest a movie that we should watch and maybe do a breakdown of, uh, you can email us at channel at gmail.com, or you can fill out the form on our website, tinyurl.com slash theallbros. And we hope to hear from you guys. So until next time, he is Johnny Rose. And he is Caleb E. Albersy. I don't know. What? Nothing sounds cool when it comes to your name. Like, like Johnny Rose works, but I can't make Caleb Albers work. Like, do you want Caleb E.? No! <laughs> Colob Albers? Just call me Albers. Okay, Albers. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, <I was laughs> Bloody trying, hell. Just trying to add a little pizzazz to your name. My name doesn't do pizzazz. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> Most people don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Bye.